Hello and welcome back to Caught in the Moment podcast. I hope everyone's holidays, New Year's went awesome. I feel like I haven't uploaded on here in forever, especially because I already upload once every two weeks, but then I missed the last one because it was Christmas and then just finals and getting ready for the holidays and stuff. It was a lot, so I decided not to um, and it was a lot less stressful. But now it's 2023 and I'm super excited for the new year and I'm also super excited for this episode because we have a guest, which is my first guest on this podcast. His name is Kyler. He's my sister's fiance. Um, He's one of my favorite people ever. Like if I'm ever going to talk to anyone about something really deep or like if I need someone to just not judge me about something it's definitely going to be him that I go to and him and my sister they live in Kentucky so I spent the new year in Kentucky with them and I just got to spend a lot of time with him because my sister was working and it was just me and him at home and he just has like he's so smart and knows about so much and puts a lot of his time into learning things so He just like has the most intellectual conversations and I feel like I learn so much about myself every time I'm with him. He's also pretty into Buddhism and Hinduism, I believe it is. And so he teaches me a lot about that and I think it's super cool. And he talks a lot about that today in this episode. I'm recording this intro after we had already recorded it. So yeah, it it, we do like talk about a bunch of different things and... I'm super happy that he was on because literally one of my favorite people ever. Um, And yeah, I don't want to waste any time because we did talk for a little bit. So I'm just going to go right into that right now. Hello. What's up, guys? I'm Kyler. Hey, Thea. Hi. (laughs) How's it going? I'm good. How are you? You're good. I'm good. I'm pretty good today, too. Yeah. Yeah. Also, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So. This morning. Yeah, we were talking about uh, what do you do every day that like gives you life, that that fills you up, makes you want to keep living another day, right? Yeah. This man asked me this question, and I was just sitting here for like ten minutes, like, dude, I don't know, and it's kind of like sad. (laughs) Yeah. The only thing you said was TikTok. Yeah. At first, I was like TikTok because that like I get excited to scroll through and make videos every day but I don't know that seems kind of like a horrible answer yeah and you said you hate TikTok kind of I do because you I guess you spend too much time on it I know I like resent it because I'm like so addicted to it and it takes up my time it gives me the biggest headache ever I don't want to be addicted to it but it makes yeah. me happy sometimes I mean we all have our addictions that we uh that we wish we we were better with, that we had better relationships with those things, but we still really enjoy them, you know, regardless. And like I told you earlier, it's about balance. So you just have to figure out, you know, how much time you should spend on TikTok. And then I also said earlier that you might find that you're leaving more space open to enjoy those other things that that you do want to do that would that would fill your day up and make your days feel more meaningful you know so you said something about like the dopamine mm -hmm. addiction or something yeah so a huge part of 
our phones and our culture today. We're always on our phones and we're always scrolling and it's constantly giving us those dopamine hits, you know, and it's basically, I mean, most people know our dopamine is kind of our brain's reward mechanism and like, I guess, uh, evolutionarily or whatever, uh, it was meant to make us continue to do things we needed to do to survive, you know, so we would get dopamine hits whenever we would successfully start a fire or something like that, right? But now we constantly have that, and we constantly have our phones telling us, like, hey, you're doing this thing right, you're doing this thing right. So we naturally just continue to scroll because there is nothing that's as consistent as that in our lives, you know. But that leaves us down and depressed a lot of the time, and it leaves us, like we were talking about, it doesn't leave room for the other things that we might want to continue doing, you know, because your brain's not craving that dopamine from those other activities you're just getting it all the time yeah I feel like so much of the time like I crave being outdoors and playing sports and and all this stuff and like recently I've been saying like I want to start playing sports again and all this stuff but then it just doesn't feel the same as like when I sit down and I just get to scroll through TikTok at the Mm -hmm. end of the day like I feel like I'm happier then yeah but you feel unfulfilled exactly and it makes me feel like horrible doing it yeah yeah I know what you mean I mean I do it too I play video games too much or I watch tv too much and I do I'm pretty good at not being on my phone a lot but I I do have days where I just sit on my phone way too much and I feel very unfulfilled and I don't work out anywhere near as much as I should you know exercise is important but I neglect it as well I think it's important to just recognize that you're human you know Mm -hmm. and the best you can do is is look for balance you know you should be reflecting and thinking what did I do today that that is fulfilling me that's making me uh that's making me want to continue living you know and did or did I just spend the entire day on TikTok just trying to avoid everything you know and it's about that self-reflection and the intention to be better you don't need to judge yourself and say I should have done this I should have done that like you just recognize that you you didn't do as well as you could have in certain places of your life and you have an intention to do better you know and you you that's why we have another day you know that's why we should be grateful for another day because we have the opportunity to do things better than we did the day before and live better and live more fully and more happily yeah also though I feel like whenever I have a day where I have these like seemingly bad habits and I'm like okay tomorrow I'm gonna do better but then like I just can't resist them and that's when it feels like it's like addiction yeah Yeah. but I feel like that's also kind of similar to when people have like a new year's resolution or whatever and they just like decide to go like full-fledged all out from zero to a hundred and I feel like that's what happens when I go on when I go on TikTok too much one day then I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm not going on TikTok at all tomorrow. And I yeah. delete the app or whatever, hide yeah. it from my home screen. But, yeah. yeah, that's where it gets, like, horrible. And then I get disappointed whenever I go yeah. on. Just stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, you get into, like, uh, attachment, like Buddhism and things like that. But just psychology in general, too. Like, you have, you have an attachment to TikTok or your phone, right? And by saying I'm not going to get on TikTok at all today that's not 
keeping your or that's not helping your attachment that's not helping you get rid of your your craving to do this it's it's actually reinforcing it because now all you're thinking about is tiktok and mm-hmm. not getting on tiktok you know yeah. so i mean cold turkey does work if you can commit to it but it's hard <laughs> you know it's really hard and that's why people constantly fail with cold turkey quitting their addictions no matter what it is it could be food it can be drugs it can be uh your phone but it's important to taper with anything to give yourself that time of TikTok in a day, you know, the yeah. time that you want, the time you need to feel satisfied, but you need to hold boundaries for yourself just like you would with anyone else, you know, like if someone else was pushing your buttons to the extent that you were uncomfortable, you would say something to them, but you don't do that to yourself. You let yourself, you know, walk all over yourself. You let yourself yes. just sit on TikTok all day, even though you know deep down that there's more fulfilling things you could be using your time for. The ego is your your model for for who you are, for your reality, you know, and what you're attached to. Um, so, I mean, if you're talking in a in a Buddhist sense, um, it literally is your yourself, your ideas of who you are, every single aspect of who you are is part of your ego. And your ego's purpose is to is to keep you alive, is to help you survive, right? That's why we have an ego. Um, but it's ultimately selfish. It's, it's always looking out for what it thinks is your best interest, but it fools itself. We give a lot of power to our mind and our rational thinking, which is our ego. But all it's doing is like recognizing patterns and recognizing um, just patterns, I guess, in a bunch of different ways. And you're latching on to certain ideas in those patterns, right? But they might not be what's best for you at the same time. So if you are able to detach from that, detach from your conception of your reality, as in like you're Thea, you're a woman, you are gay, remember mm-hmm. um, if you're able to to disassociate from that then you can see everything more for how it is you can see oh like there's Thea she's still there she exists you know she's she's a part of this universe but she's no more important or less important than everything else around it you know she's an yeah. integral part of this and you aren't Thea you are what you are your relation to things that is what you truly are you know you are you might say like I'm a daughter like no technically you're you just have a relationship with your mom in a certain way you yeah. know or I like I don't know what yeah, I like Ariana Grande yes. like no there's something that you have a relationship to with her music you know it's about your experience it's about your being how you actually interact with these things in, the, in real time in the moment yeah, and how does that have to do with manifestation? So, you manifest your reality, right? So what are you attached to? Ramdas says these things, or says this thing, like, if you're driving down the street and you're hungry, you're going to see stores and restaurants that serve food. If you're driving down the street and your car starts making a funny noise, you're going to start noticing mechanic shops and things like that. So depending on what you're thinking about and what you're attached to in the moment, that's going to determine your reality. But it, has, it can also go way deeper than that, right? So you are attached to your identity, your ego. You know, you are attached to that. You, want, you love it. You know? Even if you 
might think there's all these things about myself I don't like because you're judging yourself and you're recognizing the patterns, right? Outside of your ego, you can see like, oh, it's just this thing, this like entity, it's Thea, you know, it's there and it's beautiful, you know, like every single aspect of you is unique and it's part of the nature of things, it's part of the universe, right? Um, and you manifest your opinions of that universe, you know what I mean? So if you're constantly judging, like, yourself, if you're just judging yourself or you're judging others, you're, you're living in a judging universe, you're manifesting judgment on yourself and on others, you're going to live in judgment. But if you are, if you disassociate from that, if you release yourself from the attachment of judgment, the attachment of, of like, anger and separation in general, you start to manifest unity and happiness and, and like, you know, joy instead, you know? Yeah. So your universe can shift. But even though your universe shifts doesn't mean, like, this whole world doesn't exist and it's only in your head, you know? That's not the idea of manifestation. It's about your reality and where you live because as long as everyone else in the world believes in judgment and everyone else is attached to their opinions of others and things like that this world will still be here and as ugly as it is you know but yeah. you can be a part of it you can be in the world and not of the world that's what the bible says mm -hmm. so back to like tying it to the addiction part like if i'm constantly dwelling on the fact that i don't want to be doing these bad habits or mm -hmm. like taking part in this i'm just going to manifest like mm -hmm. judgment for myself yeah, exactly. and not make anything better so Mm -hmm. If I just decide to give myself grace and, like, mm -hmm. decide to love that part of myself and, like, yeah. work on it better than that, then it will, like, manifest. It will manifest itself into, into a more loving relationship with those things, right? Because yeah. you're not manifesting the judgment, the judgment side of your mind that's saying, like, this is bad, this is bad, I should do better, you yeah. know? You might still be attached to that addiction and continue following through with that addiction, but rather than judging yourself, you can't switch the script you can, or flip the script and you can say... No, I actually love this part of me, and I love yeah. TikTok. So how would this work with, like, other parts of myself? Because constantly I feel like I see things in myself that I feel are different or, like, kind of weird. Like, mm -hmm. my impulsivity, I haven't met someone, like, as impulsive as me. Like, yeah. I will just decide to do crazy things, and then, like, no one's going to stop me. Mm -hmm. Like, and I constantly think, like why like why am I doing this why does no one else do this why is my brain working like this mm -hmm. and I feel like I also judge that part of myself and I sometimes yeah. I want to change it but sometimes I'm like okay like I, ha I have a free spirit I'm not gonna like mm -hmm. let anyone squash it or anything like that yeah so like if I'm just judging that part of myself how is that gonna manifest yeah so what you're you're judging it so you're attaching to this idea that you should be like everyone else Right? Mm -hmm. you're that's what you're attached to is is the idea of conformity and how you are different and that's not right you know that's what you're attaching to that idea that that symbol of this is me this is them the reality is much more nuanced than that you are you're just a being you're not just being impulsive you're living your life and doing the things that make you you and make you enjoy your life you know what I mean mm -hmm. and you shouldn't want to be someone else because then you're not going to be living your life you're not going to be enjoying your life you shouldn't want to be like anyone that's how you learn to love yourself you know what I mean you're so right yeah well I think it's a good thing you know being unique is important everyone's trying to conform to what's around them because that's that's separation 
you know, you're separating yourself from those around you and you're saying that's what they're like. You're, you're recognizing the patterns and you want to emulate those patterns. But, you know, we can't. We can only be ourselves. We can't be the other person, you know? Yeah. I feel like I preach that so much too. Like, don't conform to other people. Just, like, mm-hmm. be your own person. Who even cares? But then it's just, like, so hard. Yeah. We're only human and we're going to continue judging ourselves, you know? Yeah. Um, but it's important, like I said earlier, just about your intention to do better, not to judge yourself tomorrow, you know? And you may still judge yourself tomorrow. But don't judge yourself for judging yourself, you know, that's so counterintuitive. Just work with yourself. Be like, yeah, well, today I didn't have a great day either, but I'm going to keep trying and I'm going to love myself, you know. No matter how much it takes, I'm going to learn how to love myself. Okay, so how is this manifestation that you're talking about different from, like, the modern-day manifestation Mm, that everyone does and thinks they're, like... My pet peeve. Yeah. (laughs) Well... It's like new age Western ideas are, they miss the mark, you know? We have, we hold so much importance over our mind, over our ego. Um, and we want to, we want everything to conform to that because we, it's hard for us to conceive of a reality outside of our mind and outside of our ego and outside of our thought processes, right? In the West, at least. And so when we hear about things like karma or things about like manifestation, like people now have made karma, um, like it's just about doing bad things, bad thing. If you do a bad thing, a bad thing is gonna happen to you. If you do a good thing, good things are gonna happen to you. No, it's much more nuanced than that. It's so much more nuanced than that. And like I could get into that, but that's, that's it's an Eastern idea and it's built on Eastern philosophy and you can't make that idea conform to a Western philosophy. It doesn't work, it doesn't it just becomes silly you know like Mm -hmm. karma has become is a silly idea in the west people barely believe in it and if they do they're probably joking about it half the time because it's it's missing the mark but when it comes to manifestation people think like oh if I write in my journal that I'm going to be rich every day I'm going to become rich and it's like no that's not what it's about you you're not God you can't literally make this reality what you want it to be unless you become God, like, um, only God can make things, you know, and whether or not you believe in God, that's still true, like, the universe or the power behind it, like, that's what's making things, and you can't change that, you can't change your reality like that, you can only change the way you feel about your reality, you know, and that might bring things, you know, in a way, your openness might make you more susceptible to take better opportunities or make better decisions, or, or, or not, and but you'll love your life either way. It doesn't matter to you anymore whether or not you're rich, because what you're manifesting is kindness, compassion, and and like and presence in the moment. You know, being caught in the moment, right? <laughs> yeah. So, like the people that do take part in that type of manifestation, mm-hmm. like writing in their journal or, or like anything. Are they onto something? Like, are they going somewhere with it? Is it yeah. in any way related? Yeah, I think they have the right idea because it's about intention, right? Mm-hmm. And if you constantly write in your journal every day, like, I will be happy tomorrow, right? <laughs> I feel like that's a different idea, you know, because it's about what's working inside of you, not about what's outside of you. And as long as you're focused on what's outside of you, you're, you're missing the mark, you know what I mean? Because we don't need to work on what's outside of us. 
Mm-hmm. It's not it's not our place to fix what's outside of us. It's only our place to fix what's inside of us. And then and then we have a right to say what should be going on outside. But as long as we're still wrong on the inside, and we all know we're wrong, you know? We want to act like we're perfect, but we all know we're not. Until that is right inside of us, we don't have a right to act like anything else on the outside needs to change. We don't have a right to say, I deserve to be rich in the future, you know what I mean? Yeah. You, you need to fix what's inside of you first, and that's your responsibility. And if you're focused on changing someone else or something else, you're probably going to end up regretting how much time you spent on that because, mm-hmm. you know, and there are things that are more nuanced, like witchcraft and things like that, where, mm-hmm. you know, I believe in that in a way. And I do think there are ways in which changing your reality can be possible, but it's just so much more nuanced than people want it to be. Yeah. I think. I feel like I went through a big phase with that whenever I applied to NYU and after that for like a whole month I was just like reading books about manifestation and like journaling about it like I will get into NYU all this stuff but then as soon as I got rejected I just stopped and I feel like the only reason I was ever trying to learn about it or writing in my journal that I wanted to like manifest this happening is because I wanted something on the outside and like I didn't actually care about like working on the inside obviously because I just stopped whenever whenever I didn't get what I wanted exactly so I like just need to like work on my intention for doing what's best for myself Mm -hmm. and then attract that stuff yeah right because it's so it's the intention right you had the wrong intention and so often people do they think that they're going to get money out of greed or you're going to get into NYU out of greed and that's just not how it works and it's not what's going to happen because that's not reality you know what I mean Mm -hmm. but if you have a pure intention in your heart you know things might change who knows but it's not about that it's not why you're doing it you're doing it because you know you have work to do with yourself and you know that you can love your life more you know that there's a part of you that does love your life and you need to find that part of you and make a relationship with that part of you and foster it and bring that into the world because that's what's going to change things by bringing the light you foster inside of yourself, you're bringing that out into others with your relationships with them and your relationships with anything, you know? But until you have a relationship with yourself, a true, real, deep, meaningful relationship with yourself, your relationship with everything else won't mean anything. So, like, you're saying people should just, like, work on, like, self-love and all of that stuff, and Mm -hmm. that will allow them to attract all these things and not just, like, worrying about attracting all these things yeah exactly yeah everything will come to you if you just stop worrying about it you know like you'll get what you need you might think you need money but maybe that's not what you need right yeah maybe what you need is a certain person to come into your life and change things for you right right and if we let ourselves open up to those things we might find ourselves you know just falling in love with so many more things you know because we're we're not sitting on tiktok all day trying to avoid what's happening we are actually working with ourselves as painful as it might be sometimes to to feel what's going on on the inside like you have to make that relationship with yourself and be open to anything that you might that might happen you know you can't be afraid of yourself Mm -hmm. it's like i don't know if you believe in this also but like everything in your life is planned out for you from like Mm -hmm. the moment you were conceived yeah you believe in that yeah so like 
you can't change anything anyway. Like, it's no. all going to happen the way it was planned yeah. out to happen, like, years exactly. ago or whatever, so. Yeah, and that's what I meant by, like, only God can create yeah. things, only God can change things. And I do believe people can become God in a way, and, you know, I'm out there. But <laughs> I do believe our our destiny is predetermined, and it, but it, I don't think it matters anyway because we are so bought into our reality. We're so bought into the story that we're living and that's our reality to us, right? And mm-hmm. and we don't we don't know the story, regardless. You know, we didn't write the story. We're not going to know the story. It's still our story, and it might have been written for us beforehand. But we are seeing it in real time. Like you haven't. It's a movie you haven't seen before. It doesn't matter that you haven't seen it before, just because it was written. You know, and things do happen, and it was scripted. Doesn't mean it doesn't matter anymore. You still want to see the movie. Yeah. Like, I believe in all this stuff, and I believe, like, everything is planned out, like, the way it's supposed to happen, but sometimes it just confuses me a lot, because I'm like, how? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know how, like, it just doesn't make sense to me, so, yeah. like, what, like, what, what is... What do I believe? Yeah, like, what is doing that? Um, so, the, I believe in Hinduism more mm-hmm. than anything. I do believe in everything. I consider myself a Christian, and I believe in Jesus. I believe in Buddhism and Buddha. I love Buddhist philosophy, and it really helps me understand Hinduism and things like that. And uh, Buddhist philosophy is really what helped me understand the world and and things. And I, after my dad died, I wasn't a Christian anymore. I was raised one, and I stopped being one. And okay, wait. Um, I did not mention both me and Kyler's dads are dead. Yes. So dead, 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 close. <laughs> okay, keep going. <laughs> um, so after my dad died, I basically kind of became an atheist but I was I was 13 and I was from that point on I was always like there's something going on I know there's something back there you know there's more to this I'm not I wasn't an atheist but I didn't believe in God and then I started getting into Buddhism and it really helped me understand the world I listened to Alan Watts um, and he basically says like why do you think the world isn't magic why do you think the world isn't isn't special you know you think it's all mechanical but like it's it's uh it's pretty amazing that we're here that we can see things that we see color that that we dream that like mm-hmm. like even if there is nothing after we die even if that's all there is why is that not like magical why is that not you know why doesn't that last forever and he taught me that the universe you know is energy the universe is everything you know the universe is is god you know whether or not you believe in god the universe is just magnificent you know and it is so complex and it engineered us you know what i mean like we are such complex organisms we don't know how we work we cannot humans as smart as we think we are we can't make a human body we can't make any body you know what i mean we just can't we don't know how we don't know how this happened it is magic, honestly. And I went from that to listening to Ram Dass, and he was more Hindu than anything. And his story was that he, um, well, he's a, he was a psychologist, and he did mushrooms one time back in the 60s, and he kind of, like, woke, he became woke, I guess is the best way to put it. And then he started doing a bunch of acid, and he was he was a Harvard professor, got kicked out of Harvard for doing research with psychedelics. And then he went to India, 
well, he went to like the Middle East and India to like give acid to a bunch of spiritual people and ask them what they thought it was, right? Because he that was his whole thing. He was like, this stuff is special. I need to figure out what it is. Um, and then he met this guy in India. His name was um, Maharaji, or um, I think his name name meant Great King in Hindi. But the, he basically went there as a skeptic to his temple with some guy he was with and the guy like fell to Maharaji's feet kissed his feet was weeping you know like he loved him so much and Ramdas was skeptical and whatever and uh, Maharaji looked at him in the eyes and he was like your mom died and he's like how do you know that like his mom had just died recently he was like your mom died of spleen and she had like spleen complications and he was like how do you know that and um you know whether or not you believe the story I did and when I I don't know why I found it or why I started listening to that I just did I found him and I started listening to his first lecture on his podcast uh, it's called Ramdas here now by the way if anyone is interested um, and I just started I was laying in bed early in the morning I couldn't sleep and I just started bawling like listening to this story I was bawling my eyes out and my heart started to hurt like I was being stabbed in the chest yeah and I didn't from that moment on I have not doubted that God exists yeah I don't know why I'm crying right now talking about it (laughs) um I don't know why but literally from that moment on I have been in love with everything and everyone you know in a weird way and I still have work to do I'm I'm a human being you know I can be an asshole I can be a piece of shit, but I, I just know that God exists. I also, I, I can get real, real deep with it. Like there's thing, this thing called sacred geometry that is basically a thought experiment on how God would create the universe if he were to just come into existence as a consciousness. Right. And I won't explain it as well as anyone else could. So I'm not going to try, but it's really cool the way it kind of like says like at first there was a point in space and there was nothing else and like that was consciousness was this point in space and nothing just this infinite point and then that consciousness was like hmm I want to experience something so it duplicated that and then there was two points and then they rotated around each other and it created a circle and that becomes geometry and geometry is what creates shapes all around us and like if you do psychedelics you can see those shapes and everything you can see how everything is like a, just a bunch of tiny geometry geometrical yeah. shapes all pieced together to create your reality right so sacred geometry is just like i said a thought experiment on how god you would come into being through a conscious experience right mm-hmm. so how this world is built off of nothing um geometrically and it's really fucking weird but um, there's I've just kind of learned about everything so Hinduism Buddhism sacred geometry Christianity and and everything and I've kind of developed an understanding that everything began at some point and there might have been things before it there might not have been um, but something began and I believe in the Big Bang Theory maybe someone doesn't but I don't think that the Big Bang Theory disproves God's existence because God can have made the Big Bang happen, can have done everything since then, you know what I mean? And I also don't believe God is a, like, conscious entity that, like, the Christian God, right? And like I was saying, I do believe 
the Christian God exists in some form, but I think the God God has no identity. He's nothing. He's kind of just energy. And I just say he because I don't know. I could say it, but no. You know what I mean? I just say he. But it's energy. It's just energy. That's all it is. It is the energy of creation that made everything from the very beginning. That just that is, you know. And like you can say whatever. It's just energy. Like okay, cool. <laughs> but that energy is fucking awesome. All right. Yeah. And it makes everything that exists. You know, like there is nothing in this universe that isn't energy. You know, matter is waves and particles. You know, it connects with science. You can't disprove it. You know, it's like. You can say it's not God, I just say it is, and it doesn't make it any less cool. It's pretty fucking awesome how everything is literally just a continuation of energy. And that's what I believe we are, is energy. We are consciousness. We aren't these human bodies. We are the energy that that is propelling these bodies into life, you know what I mean? We are the energy that's that's giving us life. We are that energy. We are just, we are the same energy that started the universe, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I see But we're just here now. I see a lot of times that it like people say like we're just the universe experiencing itself. Exactly, yeah. And that's exactly what we are. We we're before we were here, God didn't have eyes, you know? Yeah. Like animals obviously existed, but before animals existed, God didn't have eyes. It was just kind of like here. Like we had to exist for God to experience itself or for the universe to experience itself. Doesn't matter what you fucking call it. I just choose to call it God and Yeah. It makes it meaningful to me, but you can call it whatever you want, you know? It doesn't change it. It doesn't change the reality of things. It just doesn't. To me, things are how they are, and they are beautiful, and they are perfect, and it is it is God. And, you know, that's my faith, that everything is just, it's amazing, you know? Like, it's, it's so crazy that it even exists, and, you know, you can do meditation and things like that to kind of extricate yourself from your mind and your ego and try to have experiences that are separate from yourself to it kind of just solidifies your belief in the fact that there is more than than just what's in your body but you can also just say yeah it's just all in your head and i can't disprove that i can't say like no it's not all in your head you know there's no proof of that so i i literally can't disprove that you have to believe it and you have to have faith in it and if you don't want to that's on you you know like you can make life meaningless if you want it to be meaningless i don't care you know that's your life I want my life to be full of meaning and full of love and full of joy and positivity and and that's why I choose to believe there's more, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's super cool like deciding to think that you like are a piece of the universe and stuff like that. Then it kind of just makes me feel like nothing is as serious as anyone makes it out to be it's not. because people have all these stresses like money and relationships and all this stuff and um then you're so here saying like I'm literally just the universe experiencing like mm-hmm. am I even me like I'm the yeah. universe like, you what? are yeah <laughs> and like yeah sure you're Thea and you're all these things blah 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 but what you really are is just this human being that came into existence somehow just to experience this world just, that's all you're here for really you're not here to do this podcast you're not here to do fed team you're not here to <laughs> go to pace you know you're not even here to have a family yeah. you're here to do all those things sure but it's because of the entire experience you know it's the whole it's not anything specifically you know like this conversation is just as important as the big bang was yeah so would you say like you're 
brought onto earth or whatever to like feel human emotions rather than like do like these big things and they accomplish things mm-hmm. or yeah i mean that is the experience right it's the human emotions we don't accomplish things to accomplish them we accomplish them to feel the emotions they would produce want to feel the satisfaction of accomplishing those things and usually we don't that's part of the problem right yeah. we think we want the things we don't really want and then we end up unsatisfied you know that's why you do the work on the inside and not on the outside you're so right yeah <sighs> okay like yesterday i was saying to thea and michaela have you talked about michaela yet no michaela is my sister and that's my fiance yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but I was telling them how crazy it is that, like, it's 2023 now, right? But we, we like, get all freaked out. Like, oh, it's a new year. That's crazy. Like, it's a whole new year. Like, it's, like, time's different, right? We have that, at least, expectation. And we have New Year's resolutions and all of that. And, and we hold so much importance over now. We're like, oh, it's 2023 now, right? But who remembers 1923, you know? Like, mm-hmm. who knows what happened in 1923? Like, unless you're a history major or or you, for some reason, are experienced in some event that happened in 1923, you're not going to know anything about 1923. It's, yeah. like, 2023 is going to die in obscurity just like every other year, you know? And eventually, humans aren't going to exist at all. History won't exist at all. That's you know? freaking weird. So 2023 won't mean anything. It only means something in our heads. Yeah. I feel like I put so much pressure on like having this year be like the best one yet and yeah. and I had so like such a hard time like letting go of 2022 or whatever in the grand scheme of things like, it all just merges together yeah. to be honest it's just it, it's just now right yeah it's always just now you can't I always say this too people hate when I say this um, like my mom literally got mad at me one time when I said this um I don't she didn't literally get mad but she it was like kind of annoying (laughs) but I say like you can't prove that you just woke up and all of your memories were just implanted in your head what like you you can't prove that you literally just became conscious that this Mm -hmm. moment is your first moment ever and all of the memories you have of past moments have just been put there just now like God say God just created the universe right now say poof what the heck? That's, like, weird to think about. Yeah, right? Isn't that crazy? Yeah. You can't prove the past ever existed. You can't prove the future will ever exist. The only thing that will truly ever exist is right here, right now. Yeah. I feel like that's something I struggle with also, like, living in the moment. I'm also, I'm always just, like, dwelling on things from the past mm-hmm. or just, like, worrying about what I'm going to do in my future. But, like, I want to do so many cool things right now. And yeah. I just, like, yeah, never do. It's, and that's part of your attachment. That's probably a lot of why you're on TikTok all the time. You're avoiding all those things that you need to deal with in order to be in the moment, right? Yeah. So you have an attachment to things that happened in your past or things you need, you know, you need these things to happen in your future or not to happen in your future, right? When you're constantly worried about those things, you're, you're attaching to expectations in a way. That's kind of what we're attaching to more than anything is our expectations of things to be a certain way or for them to happen a certain way you know we want to change things somehow we just need to like something in us is just like trying but we can't we don't have that power right mm-hmm. i mean that's what we've been talking about we just don't have that power we're we're human beings and like if you believe this sort of thing sure we are greater than that also we are 
God, true. But as a human being, if you if you can't experience yourself as God, right? If you if you're not having experiences where you're like out here and you're like, yeah, I'm God right now. I'm the Buddha, right? <laughs> you, you can't do those things then, right? You yeah. can't expect yourself to be able to change reality in that way. So what do we do then? We have to change the inside. We have to fix what's inside so that the outside is perfect like it is meant to be. Because it is perfect, right? It is a predetermined destiny, a pre-written story that we're going to live either way. And it's not about what happens. It's, well, I mean, it is about what happens, I guess. It's not about whether what happens is good or bad. It's not about you having your, your story. It is about the story as a whole. It's not your story. It's my story. It's Billy's story, my little dog. <laughs> uh, it's Michaela's story. It's, it's, I mean, fucking Donald Trump's story. You know what I mean? Like, it is all of our story. We're yeah. all creating this huge drama. And it's all, it's all for our entertainment. Yeah. But, like, we're not even us, because, like, we're the universe. Yeah. <laughs> but we are us, right? We're attached so to our... Confusing. Because we're attached to our ego, right? We're attached to our expectation that tomorrow we're going to wake up as ourselves. We don't have an expectation that tomorrow we're going to wake up as God, or tomorrow we're going to wake up in heaven, or tomorrow we're going to wake up like Freaky Friday and switch bodies, right? We are attached to our ego. We are. We have the expectation that tomorrow we're going to wake up in our ego, and until we are, well, we let go of that expectation, like truly wholeheartedly don't expect to wake up in our bodies in the morning, then we, we you know. So that's like manifestation. That is manifestation, yeah. We're manifesting that we are ourselves. Yeah. Like, literally every day we're manifesting our reality. Dude, crazy. Yeah. Like DMT is the strongest psychedelic, one of the strongest psychedelics we know of. And, you know, you take it and you basically pass out for 20 minutes, but you feel like you're out for hours or days. You know, you're in this crazy experience, whatever. And, um, you know, there's tons of explanations for it obviously but it is supposedly breaking down your ego barriers so that you can be everything that's what's happening yeah. when you take DMT is you're starting to become all these things you, you are these things you know and you're experiencing what else is there that isn't this reality because you're not attached to this this construct right now mm-hmm. as soon as the DMT wears off you're back in your ego you're back in your construct you know it shattered that shit it fucking shattered that shit apart but your attachment to it is so strong that you're going to come right back you know that's why reincarnation the idea that you're a human being and you're going to continue living as a human being when you die if you are like attached to your ego still you're going to continue you're probably going to be reincarnated as a human being you know what I mean because Mm -hmm. you are attached to that idea that you are this thing whereas if you let go of that attachment you might go somewhere else become something else you know well, I feel enlightened. Enlightened. I feel like I'm lifting out of my seat, and I feel like I'm on the ceiling right now. Are you for real? Are you just fucking around? No, like kind of. Yeah. Like I was kind of serious. That's awesome. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah. I feel, I feel pretty grounded at the moment. Oh, so we're like on opposite sides. Of the room. Well, man. Well, the thing is, the more you get into spirituality, especially with Hinduism. I do like if you listen to Ram Das, you guys can get an idea of how I you know think and try try to think at least but um, 
I try, I, for a long time, I was just trying to get high, right? And I'm not talking about with drugs. I'm talking about, like, spiritually high, lovingly high, you know? Mm -hmm. Obviously, it could be with drugs, but, like, I was trying to meditate and, like, throw energy into my crown chakra, which is above your head, Mm -hmm. right? And when I do that, I would literally feel like I'm floating. I'd feel like I'm above, out of my body, on top of myself, you know? And it's really cool to do that kind of thing, but you start to realize, like, it's not helping you all it's doing all you're doing is getting high it's just without drugs you're doing cool things while you're meditating that's about it and there are even cooler things that people do like you know lucid dreaming and astral projection like you know about that stuff right yes you've told me about that so if anyone doesn't know lucid dreaming is just becoming aware that you're dreaming while you're in a dream and you can control it and things like that and astral projection is throwing yourself into what's called the astral plane by using an like a astral body and you leave your physical body in the physical realm you have to ground yourself you know you have to be you you have to go through the lows and the highs you can't just try to feel good all the time you know um so the whole floatiness you're feeling like i used to feel that a lot and Mm -hmm. now i i honestly try not to because it makes me it just i get away you know what i mean like it's not like i feel like i leave my body is that like I get trapped in my thoughts and it's like, it's like, uh, I don't know, I just get so much more aware of what's happening up there. And it's like traffic is just buzzing behind my head. And it's just like, it's it's a lot of uh, stimulation. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it can get overwhelming and you don't really want to spend a lot of time up there. It does get, it does get kind of hard, you know, and you have to learn how to, how to be like grounded into your actual physical body. And that's what helps you come into the present moment people want to get spiritual and like go up and get high but like that's not helping you be present it's not helping you be calm and centered and happy it's really not you're just getting high whoa yeah high with no drugs high with no drugs is it the same thing it is yeah it's just, i mean obviously it feels different it's a more natural high you don't you know it doesn't feel as heavy it doesn't feel like you're forced up there mm-hmm. you just feel yeah. like you're floating up there yeah so it's different it's a very different experience to have natural highs than to have drug highs okay we've been talking for an hour i'm hungry okay <laughs> all right well well it was good talking to you thea you too i'm sure this conversation is gonna last the whole day and yeah we'll keep we're talking we're gonna keep talking all day and the rest of the week that i'm in kentucky um yeah okay I hope you guys enjoyed this, and I hope I didn't sound too crazy. (laughs) Kyler is going to be on again, because I'm going to make him um, in the near future. Gladly be on again. Okay. Okay. Bye, everyone. Goodbye.